Hello, Timberwolves fans, and welcome back to Timberwolves Explosion. It is Friday, December 5th, 2008. This is episode number 10 of Timberwolves Explosion. We are finally back in the saddle again. It has been a long time, about a month, and I deeply apologize to all of you. Uh, busy schedules get in the way, folks. Busy schedules get in the way. I know some of you have two jobs or one really big job that kicks your butt basically all the time. Well, yeah, I have two jobs. I was working almost 70 hours a week the last month or so because of lawn cleanups. And normally during the summer months or fall, early fall and late spring months, when it's just lawn mowing, I'm closer to the 50-ish, 50-ish hours, com- you know, combined two jobs. Yeah, it gets pretty hectic, though, every November and April when there are lawn cleanups to do. And I deeply apologize because there was nothing I could do. That is some serious work, and uh, I didn't want to do you the disservice of giving you a pretty much a tired-out, broken-down version of me on air. That wouldn't be very fun. Now, some of you may think that's all I am anyway, and screw you. No, I'm kidding. Uh, anyhow, <laughs> uh, we are available on thesportstuff.com. Again, this is episode number 10, the milestone episode, in a way. It's like a small little milestone. Finally got to double digits. Uh, we have a message board on thesportstuff.com. This is a way for you to not just watch sports, get involved, as that is the slogan, on thesportstuff.com. There's a button on the upper right-hand corner that says TSS Boards. Simply click on that. You'll be prompted to sign up or sign in, uh, whether you have an account or not. If you don't, please do sign up. It is 100% free and 100% fun. That is how you can interact with us podcasters. Uh, you can vote on my little uh, polls that I do on the show. There will be one today. Oh, yeah, there's going to be one today uh, <laughs> with the uh, hooey going on with the three and, f- uh, excuse me, four and 13 Timberwolves, probably soon to be four and 14 after tonight's game in New Jersey. Um, but, yeah, that's how you can interact with us. There's about 267 members right now, I believe. Let's get that thing to a 1,000. How about that? Let's get going. Let's get going. You can also, uh, maybe uh, if you're a talent, you can also start your own podcast, just possibly. Just simply contact Dylan Richardson on thesportsstuff.com. Maybe you could have your own Miami Heat pro- podcast or, or Orlando Magic or whoever. Um Obviously, you probably don't want to get a show with the same teams of us. That just wouldn't be good. That wouldn't be very nice, now would it? But anyhow, today's show, which of course is available on iTunes as well, I want to thank each and every one of you for downloading and listening to this podcast. It means a lot to me, and I hope it means a lot to you. Now, real quick, I will say we're going to talk about, basically we're going to review the games, uh, not every single game since I disappeared. We're looking at about, gosh, shucks, about 11 games. I'm not going to review every one of them. There'll be an abbreviation for a couple of the first two weeks or so, and then the final week or so, week and a half, whatever it is, I will do a little bit more in-depth review. We're also going to talk about Rashad McCants, who is a complete cannot. We're going to talk about Randy Whitman. We're going to talk about Foy, who was a debated player on this team. Started out just horrible, horrific. Stepped it up a bit of late. But uh, who is Randy Foy, really? Who is Randy Foy? Is he what he is, or is he just like a penny stock, pump and dump? You know, do you sell him? Do you sell him, or is he a long-term investment that will eventually pay off? We will find out someday. But uh, we're going to get into my opinions on that very shortly. Uh, you could probably guess my opinions of women and McCants. Yeah, we'll get to that pretty soon. 
Uh, with that, we're going to take our quick first break. Um, yeah, we'll be right back. Here on the sportstuff.com, get on board the Viking ship with Purple Mafia. We will talk about the new Purple People Eaters and the best running back in the NFL, Adrian Peterson. This team is ready to make a move forward. Purple Mafia is available on the sportstuff.com along with iTunes and Mediafly. Simply download and listen to the most honest and passionate Vikings coverage. And we are back here on Timberwolves Explosion. Again, episode number 10 for iPod users who may not really, who may not have a screen or may not want to have to look at their screen to know which show this is. This is episode number 10 of Timberwolves Explosion. I, again, <laughs> for those of you iPod listeners out there that have an iPod touch, what a pleasure it truly is. I mean, hey, you can even have Yahoo and AIM on there if you want to communicate with your friends, uh, Farzine. Our friend Farzine, or my friend Farzine, host of the Chiefs End Zone Show, would know a thing about that, having he has an iPhone, which is a close relative to the iPod Touch. It's just a phone with all the same capabilities. Um, yeah, lots of fun stuff. But I'll get off that, and uh, it's time to talk some Timberwolves. Aren't you excited? Aren't you? There's a lot of red, because you know how when you look at the schedule, red means loss, green means win, right? There is a lot of red here, folks. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> oh, wow. Just looking at this is pretty painful. Um, I remember the Wolves started 1-4 and four at the end of the last show, episode number 9. So that means we got Portland loss, Golden State loss, Portland again loss. What a surprise. Denver lost, so that's uh, another four-game losing streak right there until the Wolves beat the Philadelphia Phillies. No, the Philadelphia 76ers, yeah, I'll get into that shortly. Um, first of all, the Wolves lose to Portland, 93-97, a brief dilly with this. Of course, I did get to watch this game, which was very nice, being I wasn't at the, the job that keeps me there in the evening. Lawn cleanups, at least I can watch sports, for crying out loud. Uh, Timberwolves played fantastic in this game. They did lose 97-93, of course. And uh, Portland, just pretty much the whole second half, you could tell, was going to take over and win the game. And eventually they did. Brandon Roy pissed me off <laughs> because the guy just never misses when the game's on the line. And the Wolves always miss when the game's on the line. Uh, other than Al Jefferson, who has hit some clutch shots this season. But it's never enough because... Our team just is not good enough. Al Jefferson is pretty much on an island all by himself right now. LaMarcus Aldridge and Brandon Roy killed us. We all know Brandon Roy should be a member of the Timberwolves, along with O.J. Mayo and Danny Granger. Yeah, we're going to get into that with the Rashad McCants thing. Danny Granger should be a Timberwolf as well. Uh, Golden State Warriors, basically the exact same kind of game, 113 to 110. The Wolves pretty much were playing good the whole time. It's like, man, at least this team keeps in games. They may lose every freaking game, but they're there competing, and it's a lot of fun. Um, Golden State's not as good as Portland, right? They're, they're just not. So the Wolves should be able to pull this thing off. Nope. This was a game where Rashad McCants, now the Wolves are up by seven with about three minutes left. Rashad McCannots gets the ball with 22 seconds left on the shot clock. Now, what do you usually do when you're up by seven points with about three minutes left in the game? You take your time, right, and you make a smart shot. Probably get it inside, take your time with about maybe five seconds left on the shot clock, and hopefully get a 
you know, get a point in the paint, right? Get points in the paint or maybe a nice open mid-range jumper. No, Rashad McCants pulls another Anthony Peeler, jacks up a three, and he misses. That's a surprise. That's a real surprise. Um, Jim Peterson sounded pretty irritated as well, like, you know, like Rashad McCants, uh, there's no reason to take a shot in that type of situation. Yeah, I mean, we and me and uh, Jim Peterson are pretty much mirror, mirroring each other. I was a little bit ahead of him, so ha-ha there. But, uh, yeah, that pissed me off, utterly pissed me off. I cannot stand Rashad McCants. I just can't. Um, for those of you listening that like him, ah, oh, my condolences, guys. This guy's out of here, I hope, pretty soon. By the end of the year, he's got he's to gotta be gone. Um, Randy Whitman benched him immediately, then puts him back in almost immediately. Okay, what was the point of that? Why don't you just sit him down and have enough of it? Fortunately, later on in these future games, he does. Uh, Portland comes to Minnesota Saturday the 15th. Very similar situation. Brandon Roy gets it done down the stretch once again against the Wolves. You know, the shooting guard of the Timberwolves. Oh, wait. Yeah. Um, Portland beats Minnesota 23-12 to in the fourth quarter. Wolves are winning most of the game, especially around halftime or so. You know, in the eh, third quarter, you could tell things were churning a little bit, heading Portland's way a teeny tiny bit. But uh, maybe the Wolves will hold on. It's a home game. Nope. The Wolves go to 1-7, and seven, lose 88-83. to 83. Brandon Roy, again, kills us down the stretch. Uh, oh, my. Randy Foy was benched at this time, actually stepped up a little bit. Um, stepped up a little bit. Not too bad. Telfair virtually worthless, though, in this game with two points. Uh, McCann's only playing eight minutes after that disgusting, uh, approach in the Warriors game. Understandable there by Randy Whitman, who, uh, I'm not sure he's part of the solution either. A surprisingly competitive game in Denver. Surprisingly. The Chauncey Billups led Denver Nuggets, who, at this point, were starting to show signs of what they can be with this new leader. This new potential franchise-type player, obviously, uh, in Denver, a guy I just really enjoy. But the Wolves go to 1-8, and eight, losing 90-84. to 84. If I said that already, I'm sorry. Um, Jefferson, good game. Another double-double, 20-14. But, of course, not enough. What a surprise. As another former Timberwolf, another former Timberwolf, 26 points, 5 rebounds, 5 assists. Billups just looking like a king here on the uh, poor shooting from the field overall but hitting threes down the stretch four of eight just an awesome game for Chauncey Billups and proving that he is the man he really is um, one other thing I'm going to get into very shortly as well Corey Brewer out for the season I'll get in back into that uh, Timberwolves finally win their second game of the season Wednesday the 19th of November they actually won guys this was a home game though so yeah Jefferson made me laugh when he said, you know, we beat a great team tonight. Yeah, 76ers were 5-6 and six after this game. What do you mean they're a great team? They're a competitive team, yeah. Andre Miller can play. Uh, Dallenbert's a good player. Brand's a good player and all that good stuff. Igudala, oh, my God, was he hitting – he was making plays that were just making me roll my eyes. Like, come on, no way. <laughs> but, yeah, talented guy. A little erratic at times, but very talented. Miller, a guy I think should have been on the Wolves back in 1999. Instead of Wally Zerbiak, that is who I wanted and was bitching all day uh, before the draft. And as they selected Wally Zerbiak, I was going, dang it, why couldn't they just take Andre Miller? Um, not saying it's because I'm right and because I'm smart. I just, yeah, thought the Wolves should have him instead of uh, 
instead of Terrell Brandon, you know, long term. Yeah, we all know how that turned out. Uh, Foy returning to the starting lineup. Not bad at all. Not great, but not bad. Ten points, six assists in this game. Two blocks, believe it or not. Uh, Jefferson, another nice-looking line with 25 and 8. But, er, but uh, yeah, Wolves finally pull it out. Jefferson actually was very good in this game. I'm, I don't know what I'm talking about. I'm almost sounding like we lost the game. I'm just so used to losing. Gomes and Jefferson were the best players, though, in this game, in my opinion. Both shooting over 50% and getting it done down the stretch. Uh, Jason Collins starting in this game. That was quite interesting. Love was not too bad, not too great. Made a couple of cool plays. But, uh, uh, you know, really, Craig Smith was the story here. Craig Smith playing fantastic. 7 of 9 from the floor. 7 of 10 from free throw from the from the line. He got five assists in this game, and some of those were pretty nice. Pretty nice. Uh, he didn't get a single rebound, but 21 points and five assists from Craig Smith. Very cool indeed. Jefferson, though, hitting clutch shots down the stretch and getting it done. And he literally, the look on his face as the Wolves are walking off the court was like he was saying, it's about effing time. That's literally what it looked like. He was almost kind of like, <laughs> literally, that's what he was saying. And, um, oh, boy. <laughs> Friday, the 21st of November, Boston uh, came to town. Yeah, the Boston Celtics came to town. Y- you know, it looked like a fairly competitive game through the first half. But the third quarter, <laughs> uh, 35 to 10. 35 to 10 in the third quarter. Oh, my God. The Wolves were already done. I mean, Boston's defense smothered this team beyond recognition. I mean, they looked like, oh, I can't even go there. I can't go there. Nope, I'll get in trouble. So, <laughs> um, oh, I just can't even. Uh, I, I, I was just looking at the screen, you know, tired, so tired from a long, 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 cold, bitter day outside working. It was about like a 11, 12-hour day working outside on those lawns, screaming at the TV with what energy I had left, watching Randy Foy <laughs> shoot two of 12 and from from the floor. Just so painful to watch. Where's the life? And you know, where was the life in this guy? You know, I was like, what are we gonna do? Mike Miller only shot the ball four times in this game, four times. Like we're paying him 10 million dollars a year. To shoot the ball four times? Come on. What's going on here? It just didn't make any sense. His job is to shoot, and he won't shoot the ball, folks. Drove me nuts. Um, But it was like, my God, this team is the worst team I've ever seen. You know, that's what I was thinking that night. It sure looked like it. Uh, Carney was erratic. He got a little play in time, finally got to play 12 minutes. But was erratic, 0 for 4, and it was an ugly 0 for 4. Got three steals, though. That was pretty exciting. Um, I do think this guy should play significantly more than he does. Me and Marcus, the forecaster, who, God, I'd like to have on this show again, but it seems like every time I call him, he won't pick up. But, yeah, we are, we want Keith Carney on the floor, despite the fact he's a little erratic. We both are of the opinion it's because he doesn't get in the game enough, so he wants to try to – he's trying too hard to, to do something. And, um, yeah, that's the Dilly, folks. Kevin Love, solid again, 9-5. Nine, 9 points, 5 rebounds, 2 steals, and a block. So, but, yeah, doesn't really matter. Timberwolves get obliterated by a final score of 
95 to 78, and it looked more like 195 to 28. It really did. Now, here's where everything, now, here's where I look at my phone, watching the score update, because I didn't really, I, I didn't get to watch this game. I'm, I apologize, because I was at work, and I was like, what the hell happened here? The Timberwolves just beat Detroit in Detroit, and they killed Detroit in Detroit. Oh, that's right. Allen Iverson's a selfish pig, but we'll not go there as much as I'd like to. Randy Foy, though, 23 points and 14 assists. Whoa. Whoa, wait a minute. That's like a legitimately talented point guard there. 23 points, 14 assists? What? Wow. I mean, the assist part, too? <laughs> Fantastic game by Randy Foy. He just totally steps it up. Craig Smith, his draft classmate. In 2006, with 16 points, 9 rebounds, and a block. Alrighty, I'll take it. You know, Jefferson with a respectable 19 and 8. Uh, Miller with a stat filler, 9 points, 8 rebounds, 7 assists. Okay. Pretty cool game for the Wolves. Gomes chipping in 20 points and 7 rebounds, 3 assists. What a game by Ryan Gomes. I mean, everything was hitting. The Wolves shoot 53% in this game, 63% from 3 point range. I mean, everything was going in. Ah, God, it's like you, you just wish the Wolves could play half that good once in a while. You know, shoot maybe 45% from the field and, you know, about uh, 35%, 40% from three-point range. It would be nice, wouldn't it? You know? But, uh, you know, it's never going to be a regular thing. It's just not. But we'll take it. I mean, Iverson, terrible. Nine points, three of 11 from the floor, four assist, or two assists and two turnovers. Nice assist-to-turnover ratio there for the selfish Allen Iverson. Ooh, yeah, Pistons aren't looking so good after that trade, folks. Yeah, you're going to sell more tickets and you're going to sell more jerseys with AI, but that's all he is. He's just automatic intelligence. You can't control the guy. You can't. Now the Wolves and the Phoenix Suns on the 26th, Wednesday the 26th of November, of course, did get to see this game. What a cool game. What a cool game. Even though we lost, it was a lot of fun. I mean, the Shackinator, man. The Shack is back. With 18 points, 10 rebounds, 3 blocks. I mean, that was, he was, it was so fun to watch. You could tell he was having a blast out there chuckling and laughing with his teammates, having fun. Like, it was Shaq having fun. Randy Foy, respectable again, though he got fouled out, unfortunately, with 17 points, 5 assists, 2 turnovers, and a steal. You know, that's not bad. Not great, but not bad. Jefferson just played huge against this team. Fouled out as well, though. 16 points, 17 rebounds. Uh, he looked like he could have had even more points, but um, whatever. That's how it goes. McCann's chipping in 12 points because he had four threes in a row. That's nice, but he turned the ball over five times, and that was really tough to watch. Uh, and, of course, those 12 points came when it was pretty much just about garbage time, and that's why the score looks kind of respectable. That's pretty much what happened there. Hmm. <laughs> Yeah, not so good. Uh, Brewer with a nice stat filler, though, of a game with his little six points, four assists, three rebounds, two steals. Hey, that's kind of cool. But uh, overall, Jefferson played good, was a blast to watch. Shaq played good, was also a blast to watch. But overall, I mean, we got pretty much got our butts kicked as the Suns shot 54% versus our 42%. So what do you do? Not much you can do there. Um just encouraging to see Foy looking like a starting point guard, as mentioned. Very encouraging there. 
As uh, so far, it's continued. As now we go to Oklahoma City, the Wolves close. They will squeak out a close one in Oklahoma City, folks. Boy, I'm proud to be a Timberwolves fan that we beat the Oklahoma City Thunder by two points. Now remember the Golden, the Golden State Warriors, the Oklahoma City Thunder were one and sixteen after this game. We all know who that one came against, right? The Wolves. Yep, back earlier. Miller with a solid game, and of course Miller hit the buzzer beater, won the game for us, and uh, that was spectacular. Craig Smith with another huge game. Like as I said, this guy has really stepped up this year. Again, making Marcus the Forecaster very happy. One of his favorite players, uh, Foy, taking a step back a little bit with only four points, but he did get seven assists. So take the good at the bad, I guess, in that one. He was a plus six in the game. Only second only to Craig Smith, who played his butt off. This guy not only scores points, but he gets to the free throw line, and he does make them. He's respectable from the free throw line, and you got to like that. Jefferson, I wouldn't have minded seeing him getting the ball a little more, though. Six at 12. Yeah, he's have, clearly having a good game. Give him the ball. Miller actually shot the ball in this game, 8 of 17, finally. It's about time, and there it is. That's the kind of game you expect. 18 points, 8 rebounds, 4 assists. Hell yeah. Now that's why you pay the guy 10 million bucks is to do that. Not be one of four. You know? It's as simple as that. Kevin Love, it's just like every single game he's nine points, five rebounds. Hey, that's not bad for about 13 minutes of playing time. Telfair even respectable. Very much like last year. About 20 minutes, nine points, four assists. Okay. Brewer chipping in 12 points as well. Not bad at all. But unfortunately, yeah, we're not going to be seeing Corey Brewer much more around here. Um, this is about the time. Well, I best we'll go one more game first before I get into this uh, next topic. Billups beats the Wolves again. This one is in Minnesota, and this one was much worse than the score would indicate as the Wolves outscore the Pistons. Uh, Pistons. Yeah, that's where Chauncey should still be, but uh, Wolves outscore the Nuggets by eight points in the fourth quarter, but they lose 106-97. So, yeah, it was pretty much garbage time. Um, Foy with a big, big game, 25 points, 6 assists, and 5 rebounds. Nice stat filler, though he did get 4 turnovers. Jefferson with a great game again. Not good enough, though, with his 20 points, 13 rebounds, and 2 blocks. Good game there. McCants, though, has been buried on in the rotation. I mean, I'm sorry, with only 6 minutes. So, yay, I'm happy. Kevin Love looking like what he may become. 7 of 9 from the floor. Nice game with 18 points and 12 rebounds. I'll take it. I will take it. I mean, I hope that is what is to come in time. I mean, he only shot the ball nine times, and he did get to play about 28 and a half minutes. Not bad at all. Again, though, Floyd with a huge game. So maybe, just maybe, uh, just maybe Randy Foy could translate into another. Now, please don't, please don't bombard me with hate mail, calling me stupid and full of crap and uh, whatever the heck else you want to say. Just maybe Randy Foy could be another Chauncey Billups. Ugh, don't, don't, please don't hit me too hard on this Chauncey Billups project because Chauncey Billups' career did not start out well, folks. It really didn't. He was a, a I believe he was a third overall pick. Yes, third overall pick, as I can see now, by the Boston Celtics was traded. Within a few months by, uh, excuse me, Rick, Rick Potino, 
was traded by Rick Pottino within a few months. Gave up on Chauncey Billups already because he's only like 11-point-a-game guy. Um, clearly not a true point guard at the time. To Toronto, yeah, but yeah, he was traded to Toronto. Mediocre there. Went to Denver, played shooting guard, and had a scoring tandem with Nick Van Axel. I mean, he scored the crap out of the ball, but couldn't guard anybody. It was inconsistent and got hurt all the time, which was kind of what he was like in Minnesota. Kind of. Maybe not the hurt part, but yeah. Ended up getting traded to Orlando. Didn't play a single game because of a shoulder injury. Comes to Minnesota. Mm, couldn't guard anybody. But then his second year, yeah, he couldn't guard anybody, started hot, then totally disappeared. Shucks, he even got, Chauncey Billups even got (laughs) buried on the bench in the postseason that year behind William Avery. I still remember that very well. I was at one of those games. Uh, He was benched benched behind William frickin' Avery, folks. That's how bad it was at one point for Chauncey Billups. Then the next year, Terrell Bryant gets hurt. Chauncey Billups is the starting point guard, not shooting guard, but finally gets to be an official starting point guard on the Wolves and does pretty darn good. I was pining for the Wolves to keep him. Uh, I remember sending an email to In The Zone. Some of you people around here may know about In The Zone. It's a Saturday morning show on KFAN. Trent Tucker, I, I say... Chauncey Billups should be the long-term starting point guard for the Timberwolves. Trent Tucker's response was, Chauncey Billups is just a Vinnie Johnson type, just a microwave off the bench. And, uh, yeah, I could see why he would say that, because Chauncey Billups kind of sort of was looking like that was he, what he was going to be to most people at the time. Sure, I'll, I'll grant him that, and we all know what happened, though, once he was not given the starting job, not promised the starting job, even though Terrell Brandon would never play another game again. Chauncey Billups goes on and has what looks like a pretty awesome career, even though he's not with the uh, the Nuggets, the uh, the uh, Detroit Pistons anymore. What a great career he is, because he is having, and look what he's done to the Denver Nuggets. They are the division championship contender, which they certainly weren't with AI. So... Interesting stuff indeed. Just had to go off on that. Just maybe, maybe Randy Foy is one of those slow starters that'll become something. Uh, there, there's a chance, folks. There's a chance. He's a very similar type player, about the same size, about the same size, was not a true point guard coming into the league, may become one. We will see. All right? So let's give it time. We'll find out what happens. I'm not guaranteeing a dang thing. Now we are going to get, uh, we are going to get on to December. And we get beat pretty good by Charlotte Monday, the 1st of December, 100 to 90. And this is it, folks. This is now where I'm going to start talking about a little trade rumor that's been going around. Um, Rashad McCants is on the trading block. Yes, he is. And notice some strange names got a little playing time in this game. Brian Cardinal, Kevin Ollie, and, uh, well, Carney finally got in there. But mostly Ollie and Cardinal getting some playing time. Uh, McCants' playing time goes up a little bit when we're in Charlotte. Now, TimberwolvesPress.com reported that the Wolves and Charlotte Bobcats, I don't know if I said Hornets, but Bobcats, <laughs> I have had talks about Rashad McCants, a package involving Rashad McCants, and are you ready for this? Are you sitting down? Gerald Wallace. Gerald Wallace. Now, that is a guy me and the forecaster are in love with. He is a rich man's Corey Brewer. Yes, a rich man's Corey Brewer. 
a defensive athletic star. I mean, I just love this guy, Gerald Wallace. And if somehow, some way, we could work some package deal, it would be terrific. Uh, one of the packages would have included Corey Brewer. And, uh, yeah, Corey Brewer would be expendable if Gerald Wallace was here. Gerald Wallace was born in 1982, making him about 26 years old. And, uh, yeah, he's got most of his career ahead of him is, uh, still. So it would make sense to do that unless you want to somehow do them, one of them at shooting guard, one of them at small forward, maybe. But then what do you do with Miller? So it would be one of those lineup deals. Uh God, I would be, I'd be in love with it if somehow we could have done that. Uh, Corey Brewer, of course, would not be involved in any trade right now because he is out for the season. In that Denver Nuggets game, Corey Brewer tore his ACL out for the season. When he was looking like he was having, you know, to use taking a step forward, his shot was looking better. Uh, he was finishing more on breaks. Nothing great, but you, you could see an improvement. Um, Foley with another respectable game on this particular night, along with Mike Miller. Mike Miller with a beautiful game, 19 point, 10 rebound, 5 assists, 5 of 8 from 3-point range. Got it like that. Foy and Miller, both 7 of 13 from the floor. Uh, Foy with 23 points and 4 assists. So he's starting to emerge. Randy Foy is Jefferson mediocre at best with only 8 points, 3 of 11 from the floor. But he did get 6 blocks. Wow. I don't know how that happened, but it did. Um, but that is your rumor talk pretty much with the, uh, the Wolves right there. Other than, well, I'll get into that in a sec. <laughs> I'm so crazy. I'm like up and down like a yo-yo, aren't I? But yeah, um, man, Gerald Wallace, eh, not the greatest game with 15 points. Okafer though kicked our butts. 24 and 10, five blocks. Yeah, he pretty much made El Jefferson look bad. Um, Felton, Raymond Felton with 14 points and 14 assists. A very poss- strong possibility to be coming back to the Wolves in some type of trade. That would probably be if we did not get Gerald Wallace. So the Wolves have some decisions to make in the coming weeks, along with their head coach, Randy Whitman. Who, in my mind, is clearly not getting along with his players. Clearly is – now, I understand you're going to – people are going to come at me and say, well – Randy Whitman has no players to work with. He kind of does, doesn't he? I mean, and I'm not saying the win-loss record is necessarily his fault. It's the it's the confusion. I mean, who is playing here? I mean, you got one guy playing. You got one guy starting one week. The next week, he's he's lucky to get two minutes the whole week. I mean, what the hell is going on? He's way too quirky, way too up and down with his lineups, and it's driving us nuts. And speaking of crazy lineups, the final game that I'm going to review, Wednesday the 3rd, yes, no, not yesterday, two days ago, against the Orlando Magic, on a court that looked a lot like the Wolves' court used to look. <laughs> yeah, they're kind of our twin, they're our twin brother team. The Magic and the Wolves both came in the league in 1989. Good stuff. Uh, Foy with an okay game here, 13.5 rebound, 5 assists. But other than that, other than Jefferson, pretty lame game. Uh, Kevin Love, respectable down the stretch. Starting to hit some, starting to hit some mid-range jumpers. That was very encouraging. Uh, McCants scored a couple points, but just some stupid, stupid plays down the stretch. Along with Foy and Telfair, just lousy. Telfair with four assists. Uh, some of Foy's uh, turnovers are really bad. Uh, Kevin Ollie started in this game. It's like, alrighty then. Now, I understand Jason Collins is pretty much worthless anyway, so you just slide Jefferson to center, right? But 
Kevin Ali starting? Hmm. I don't know. He was a minus 13. Worst on the team. So, okay, I guess he adds defense, right, Randy Women? That's what it said right in the paper. Doesn't look too good from this vantage point. Foy had three steals, believe it or not, in this game at shooting guard. Um, I don't know what, I don't know what that was, really. I, I don't. Brian Cardinal getting in the game as well. That's great. He did nothing. When you look at his line, it is zeros all across the board. Didn't attempt a shot. Didn't get a rebound. Steal anything. And he played almost eight minutes. Craig Smith also only played eight minutes with two points and two turnovers. So what the hell is going on here? Um, Kelvin Booth got in for all of 40 seconds, got a rebound. Okay, so Kelvin Booth finally got to play, yet they take him out in 40 seconds. What was the point? Let him play a little bit. He's better than Jason Collins, probably. Maybe. At least defensively he is. I, I don't know what Randy Whitman's doing. I really don't. Um uh, Dwight Howard looks like the MVP, the league MVP. Um, he is uh, – I, we and me and Marcus did a uh, draft on NBA 2K9 where you just start a whole team, you know, and you draft anybody. Um, I got the number one overall pick just randomly, and I took Dwight Howard. Yeah, right now that's who I would take if I had the number one pick for anybody in the league, anybody in the entire league. I would take Dwight Howard. I'd start my franchise with this guy. He is that – Good. 23 points, 14 rebounds, 6 blocks. I mean, that's what kind of player he is. Once this guy started being able to score, the rebounding and blocks are going to be there forever. I mean, <laughs> you get the scoring, which he has had the last two years. The guy is unstoppable. Uh, there is also talk that he went from uh, Dwight Howard, that is, from benching 150 pounds in his rookie year to 300, over 300 pounds. That's pretty good stuff. I mean, this isn't football, it's basketball. Over 300 pounds. Awesome stuff by Dwight Howard, who was one of the final guys taken out of high school, along with big Al Jefferson. Uh, and once again, he bested Al Jefferson like he did last year. So, so be it. That's just how it's going to have to be. Because Dwight Howard is probably the best player in the league right now, in my opinion, for the 14-5 and Orlando Magic. What an awesome team. Or not awesome team, but what an awesome player Dwight Howard is. The Magic, well, you got a little Bostonians over there, and you got Cleveland, who is just amazing. Um, it's looking like I was right when I picked Cleveland to win that division, by the way. Back when I, it was a, the division review, the Cleveland Cavaliers. Um, no, I didn't expect the Detroit Pistons to make a crazy trade like they did. But, uh, hey, I'll take it. I'll take it. It looks like I'm going to be right now because of that. <laughs> and it may have been right anyway. But, yeah, Orlando, Cleveland, and Boston, the cream of the crop in the Eastern Conference. I'm liking how Atlanta Hawks are doing as well. That looks good for my predictions as well. Um, liking it. Liking it indeed. Sorry that I kind of wandered off real quick. But, hey, well, we, I was just looking at the Eastern Conference there as we are talking. Um, that's pretty much it in terms of reviewing games. So, we are going to call it a quick break, and we're going to get into the polls for this week's show. Here on the SportsStuff.com, we're toughing up on Brave the Wild with Paladino. Join me, Paladino, as we brave the Minnesota Wild Hockey Club on our way to the playoffs. We're available on the SportsStuff.com and iTunes. 
The boogeyman, Derek Bugard, says you'd better listen or he just might drop the gloves. Call up your courage and brave the wild with your buddy, Paladino Joey. And we are back here in episode 10 of Timberwolves Explosion. And uh, real quick, well, the poll for this week's show, or uh, this, yeah, this week's show, episode number 10 of Timberwolves Explosion, uh, my question is, which drastic move should the Wolves do first? A, fire Randy Whitman, B, trade Rashad McCanns, or C, trade Randy Foy before his stock drops again? You know, just like just like a stock. Is he a pump and dump? Is he not? You know, that's why I put him there. Um, we'll see. I'm not gonna pick the Foy one. I'm just not because I think he's probably got he's probably got a chance to be pretty good still. Just maybe. I went with trade Rashad McCants. I think he's got to go. And then I'm gonna with a close second. I mean, if you could pick two out of three, Randy Whitman has got to go as well. Uh, both of them need to leave this team, and we need to. Just move on in a different direction, at least from that vantage point. Uh, hey, you know, Sam Mitchell was fired a couple of days ago. I would not mind former Timberwolf Sam Mitchell coaching this team. I really wouldn't. Or former coach Flip Saunders to make his return. Got to be better than Randy Whitman. The guy is unorganized, very unorganized Randy Whitman. I don't know what the hell he's doing. Uh, Rashad McCants is a pain in the butt. I, I just can't stand the guy. I know he gets along with L. Jefferson, or so it sounds, but I can't stand him. I think he's got to go. Uh, so make your vote, guys. Real quick, kind of on the similar subject, TimberwolvesPress.com, a little bit here. The question, how much longer will this last? And he says, the Timberwolves are winning one out of every four games this season. Things have certainly not gone according to plan. The T-Wolves were supposed to be a much improved team this season, according to the front office after the offseason moves that were made so far this year, we look like the same team from last year, except with a few new faces. I agree. Mm-hmm. Super quick. We we are still losing games we should win. We are still outmatched in talent and size, but most importantly, we are still getting outcoached. Agreed. That is good stuff. Uh, honestly, though, what did we expect from this team? I will admit that I bought into the hype this offseason that the team would be a lot closer to a 500 ball club. After 16 games, I feel like a fool for even thinking this team could win 30 games. We can't even beat teams like the Thunder, the Kings, the Bobcats, or the Bobcats. Sorry, plain and simple, we are on the same lowly level as those teams listed above. Yeah, (laughs) I agree. I think we're worse than the Bobcats and Kings. The Thunder, yeah, we're about the same level as them, at least right now. Shucks, we both have talented young guys on our team, I guess. Oh, goody. Um, good takes there, indeed. Getting out coached. Yes, I think he's got to go. Uh, I also thought the Wolves would be closer to 500. I said they were going to win 35 games, guys. On <laughs> I thought the Wolves were going to win 35 games. It's on the Phoenix Sun, uh, Run and Gun Phoenix Suns a while back on the... Uh, on the division review, I mean, <laughs> some tough stuff. I mean, that's just how it goes, though. That's just how it goes. 
And that's how this podcast is going to go. We're just going to keep following this team. We're going to find out what's going on. You're going to get an in-depth report every single show, as I love this team more than any team in the world. And I'm sure those of you that are listening may agree as well, despite the fact that (laughs) they're not looking so great. But with that, I'm going to call it a show. And I am going to wish you a good week or so. And we'll see you for episode episode 11. Talk to you then.